<laughs> like, don't just grab the house because they're letting you get it. Don't think they're trying to do you a favor. Don't think they're trying to be nice to you for no reason. Right, they're doing that so out. they can get you trapped up in these bills and this money that you owe them, and then they can collect on that stuff. You got the mortgage insurance, so they're betting on you to lose. So they want you to go for they they want you to uh, forfeit on the house. That way, they get literally all the money for the bank from the bank. They get all that money, and then they can resell it again. That's the only reason those programs exist. So they're not doing anything special mm-hmm. for you. They're not trying to help you out to be cool, man. It's a setup. Definitely. It's a hundred percent setup. All you got to do is have this amount of insurance, and then they help you get the. Why do you think they're trying to help you so much? So you can get in the house and then you owe them and then they can get that money when you fail on the house because they know you can't afford it. Because if one thing happens, it's a wrap. If your car breaks down, if somebody gets sick, if anything happens, you can't take care of that household because everything is stringent on the next paycheck. You don't have anything saved up. You don't have any type of contingency plan. It's all set up on you failing. So for me personally, I'm not going to buy a house unless I got twenty to 30000 at least in the bank, at the minimum. And that's being nice. Saved up for the rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah, I don't and know, I man. I'm just, wanna, yeah, I'm just trying to build my credit. And so I do want a house. And, um, yeah, and I'm not mad. I, like, once- I just want to wait. You know what I'm saying? I want to wait too, like you said, because I want to have something put to the side. And not only that, I want to be able to get it at the right interest rates. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to just get it at the entry level. So the interest rates aren't like cars. So it's not like it's car hop and they'll charge you 27% interest or anything like that. The interest rates are basically set for everybody. It's just about you getting in there. So the interest rate isn't the issue. It's everything to add after the interest rate that they charge you for. So the interest rate is a, uh, is a, it's a trick. So they make you think that the interest rate is good, but the interest rate isn't what's really kicking your butt. Is that um, it's like the housing? I mean, it's the uh, property tax, depending on the area. It's a whole bunch of different things that they'll get you on. Some people paid off their house, but they can't afford the property tax. Yeah, because that's just, that's like a monthly bill. Sometimes you quarterly, depending on where you. Live. No, it just depends on if you don't pay it. Don't forget it, and you've got three thousand know dollars in. Depending on where you live, though, how they feel you, your property right. taxes. Yeah. So I mean, it, it you can it can your property tax for a year can only be three thousand dollars. But if they say you owe me three thousand dollars in thirty days because we didn't tell you you owed us this much, and now you got to come up with three thousand dollars, that's how you get foreclosed. That's what I'm trying to say. These houses, this housing hey, market. Hey on some real stuff they will do that the city and the government will Son, do that I look at they'll the... make them they'll make a mistake you'll be like okay because i don't have this happen to me folks they'll i give you all my paperwork this is how much money i owe okay fine then they'll make a mistake come back a year later like well you know we had a new worker come on and they realized that the worker last time you made a owe. mistake and they didn't really calculate that and you got 30 days to pass this money that you owe yeah Huh. And I'm like, what? But they do that for or what you can do is make a po- we'll make a payment plan for you, and then you'll pay it back on a payment plan. Like literally, that's how they got. It, bro. I'm telling like, you, that's man, how they, they got these it. people. They they that like once again, this this housing market is crooked unless you have a whole bunch of money. If you're if you're rich and buy a house, it's perfect. It makes so much sense. But when they be trying to tell poor people, all you gotta do is buy a house, they're not telling them the whole story. Yeah, but he has money. This don't apply to him. 
If you got a raggedy house and something's breaking and it's cold in there and the heater's broken and this and that, you can't do nothing with it. It's it's pointless to have that house. It's better off you get in an apartment. That way, if the heat go out, you know, they can fix that and you don't got to pay for it. If my oven goes out, they can fix it. You ain't got to pay for it. I don't got to drop $20,000 because of the, even though it's only 3, 3.5% for FHA. Don't forget closing costs, cuz, cuz that'll add another nine to seven, I mean, $7,000. Because that's the, the closing cost is the same percentage as the FHA loan. They don't tell you that. Yeah, they got now, nah, but but what but what you got in well, yeah, because you don't qualify. they got programs and you stuff got, that you can yeah, get that'll you help you cover. But that, you're so. a, but you're in, and that's what I'm trying to say. The only way you can afford it is if you can't afford it. That's the whole point. Yeah. Your income has to be so low that if anything happens to you, it's a wrap. And they're betting on something happen because guess what? That's what the world is set up with. A whole bunch of fouls, a whole bunch of falls and a couple stand-ups. You get a thousand no's for every one yes. That's how the world works. It is what it is. So if you think that these people got all these programs and all this other stuff to make sure that you're great, I don't believe it. Don't trust it. <laughs> all right, we're going to jump be- into it. I'm going to do the yep. intro. You know, we're going to keep that part. I'm going to just do the intro. It's Real Family Therapy Podcast. It's episode 10. We got Are You Serious in the Building? We got DJ Double OG. We live. I'm from the crib today. Something's going on at the radio station. So uh, <clears throat> I'm just podcasting live from the crib. Uh, yeah, what's going on? It's your boy D.O. Double G with the deep voice for your ladies. <laughs> you know, something I, I don't like listening to my voice when I, when I replay it back. Son, I hate listening to my deep. voice. Yeah, man. And mine's oh, is too no. high because I try to compensate. <laughs> so usually what I do, once again, because of work, I, I go like this. I, I raise it up a little bit when I'm talking, yeah. when I have meetings. But normally when I'm just regular talking, it's like this. It's I don't add down. no bass to it. I don't do no time. But usually when I'm doing a meeting, I'll lighten it up so people can hear me. They can understand me. They can so. It's yeah, because if your so, voice is too deep, they, it sounds like mumbling. That's what happened on son, the last episode. They so don't deep. know what you're saying. It just sounded like mumbling. Yeah. And you know me, I run a lot of meetings, like so I have to naturally, when I'm talking to an audience, I raise my voice so they can understand me. Reflect your voice. Yeah, that is, uh, I don't know, maybe hopefully he'll pop up sometime soon uh, during the episode. Uh, he probably yeah, out here he- doing, doing player stuff, doing players do. Um, today we just real quick getting into a couple of things. It's gonna be a short episode. Uh, we just talked about housing a little bit. Um, <clears throat> uh, we heard Marvis, marvelous Marvin Hagler die. I don't know what TV show he was on. Um, I thought he was Tommy Hearns from Martin, but I guess I was wrong. I think, but maybe once he was again, in that maybe episode, he was in that episode. As I just think like he might have been. Yeah, I think Marvelous Marvin Hagler was in the same episode as Tommy Hearns on Martin. I'm hoping that I'm not wrong. And what's sad is this man had a beautiful boxing career, one of the greatest to ever do it. And I know nothing about him because that was in the 70s. The only thing I remember when we when his name came up and I seen that he passed away was the episode of Martin and him wearing a long trench coat, which is sad. Um, but yeah, I don't think it, that was him. But uh, shout yeah, out, man. yeah, that was shout that out, definitely wasn't him. Uh, since I'm in Minnesota, you know, we we broadcast a lot from California and Minnesota. I definitely want to talk about Minneapolis. 
settling the lawsuit with the George Floyd family. Uh, Minneapolis settled for $27 million. Uh, Benjamin Crump said, it's not about the money, it's about the policies. The money, yes, it's gonna secure a legacy for his family, uh, but the policies don't. And then I was listening to uh, a podcast Shout out to uh, the North Star podcast. This dude, somebody leaving. Wow, he um he like yeah. Well, you know, the family should be happy that George passed away because that's probably the most money that he ever is gonna get him, and that's the best that he ever gonna have. And he was a bad father before he passed away, and and now uh, he's probably you know a good father because he's dead and able to provide for his children. And what Coon said this. <laughs> no, nah, I'm saying it's, it's funny you said that because what Coon said this? he hates when people call him that because he's married to a white woman, right? So he no, hates. I don't know. That ain't got nothing to do with him that. being married to a white woman. It got something just, to do with some saying just, Coon stuff. It's man. just funny that you said that because That's when I watch his podcast, he who hates says that? that? That's what he said. He said that, and uh, it made me think. Right, like um, you know. Does he have some truth to that? No, saying no, that? You no, know what I'm saying? no. Being married to a to a white woman does not make you a coon. Saying and doing coon stuff makes you a coon. And that is one of the most coonish stuff I heard. What did Pops always say about money? You know you got problems when you got a problem that money can't solve. Money can't solve his death. True. Money can't solve the hurt of the daughter not knowing when when uh when it's father daughter day at the dance. I mean father daughter dance and she's not she doesn't have her dad there with her. You can take all that money and throw it in the air. We've already had the conversation about how I feel about money. I think it's trash. I think it's a it's it's a made up craziness. Like we literally are basing our lives off of a magical number in a computer. Okay, cool. But like I said, I think it's I think I don't Nothing that he said is legit. Nothing that he said is legitimate. Don't you don't know what could have happened. You don't know what the possibilities are. You can't tell. Once again, Steve Harvey was homeless in a car until he was in his late forties, and then 30s. all of a sudden he blew up. Or thirties, excuse yeah, me. Started. And then he blew up and became Steve Harvey the millionaire. So you can't tell me what somebody can and cannot do. Tim the Tool Man Taylor was a crack dealer or a cocaine dealer and was in jail for selling cocaine. Because we always talk about all the black people that did something. Let's talk about these white folks that be acting crazy out here. So Tim the Tool Man Taylor, Tim Allen, was yeah. selling coke in these streets. Went to jail for selling coke. And then he became the family man that everybody loves that does the tools. But he was out here pushing weight. So I don't want to hear anything about somebody not being able to do something or what they were limited to based off of their current situation. You couldn't have told my dad years ago that he would have two master degrees True. at the age of what? Thank you. So, no, True. everything that he said is trash. You don't know. True. And unless he got a magic ball, he wouldn't be on there uh, talking talking coon stuff because obviously he ain't psychic. So he don't know. <laughs> you know what? I never thought about it the way you just Corn said it, but that's true. Like you and that's never, off the top. And that's off the top. You never know. You really never know what somebody can accomplish because you don't know what, what could happen in my life. I can go exactly. up next year know. and be super rich. And, you know, right now we're doing it like this. Next year I'll be in a mansion doing this. You, you know, never so know. You, you never, never know. know. You can't say, no, 27 million is a nice little chunk of change. And it's never going to bring George back. But what happened to George impacted 
the world. Yes. Like, like the whole entire planet was affected by what happened yes. to George Floyd. And that is more important than any amount of money that his family can got. His impact on earth. He literally yes. changed policies like Benjamin Trump said. His death changed the way people look at policing all over the world. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't like Rodney King where people just seen it for the first time. This one actually affected changes that possibly put Biden in office instead of Donald Trump. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It changed the way people think about the racial structure in this country, the way we treat people. It changed the way the NBA does business. It changed the way everybody that you think about now all of a sudden is conscious of the way they treat black people. So Son, I was on a, George Floyd is big. I was on a TikTok University the other night. Okay. <laughs> and uh, they got the this U one series. You were TT. Yeah. So I got the, they had this one series on what chain of events is crazy. So it was talking about how the Buffalo Bills missed a catch that put them in last place for the season, which gave them the number one draft pick, which then gave them OJ Simpson, which then OJ met uh, 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 Nicole while he was in Buffalo, which then transcends over to him killing or whatever, or them allegedly, because he didn't do it, he's innocent. Yeah. The the son, but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. But who did he hire as his lawyer? Kardashian. Kardashian what? then turns into <laughs> having three has three daughters. That daughter has a sex tape with Ray J. She blows up, which then creates millionaires, which then creates the whole dynasty of the Kardashians. So if that dude didn't miss that one catch, we wouldn't have had that whole trail of events. Because he would have never been in Buffalo. He would have never met Nicole. He would have never had to go to court. He would have never, uh, I mean, that. I mean, Kardashian would have never been hired and we wouldn't have known him for that specific trial and so on and so forth. Which would have never made him, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm trying to say. It's you never know what thing. one little thing can can do. That's true. So it's like, so with the George, I only say that once again because of the George Floyd thing is just, like you said, it's so impactful and it's so crazy that literally that that and that that event wasn't little obviously that was big and that was crazy and that was traumatic but one thing can change everything so we don't know and we never know what's going to happen like we never know yeah so all so right he can't really say that uh what's up dad we see you jumped online what's going on dad forgot about forgot about y'all i'm actually on the road so <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, you know, if you feel like jumping in, you can. Uh, we're gonna be brief today anyway, because uh, Reggie got a, a couple things we got to do. Uh, but do you have any opinions on the twenty-seven million dollars settlement for the family for George Floyd? Children or the whole uh, family? Cha -ching. <laughs> <laughs> Tell mom I said what's up, mom. <laughs> Hi. Hey, mom. Hi, mom. He ride with his lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's somebody the thing is he ain't collecting it, but somebody's collecting it. So that'll yeah. be another fight between the family. True. Yeah, it just depends on how they distribute that money and things like that. But yeah, hopefully it's not too bad because it's like, I mean, 
y'all didn't have it before, so stop tripping like y'all had it. And, like it's a big deal after. Like what you get is what you get. But once again, I don't care about money, so that's my opinion. Yeah, and it, it is going to be a little controversy because you know we heard about his strange relationship with his family, and then his uh his his tight relationship with his sister, uh, but his other brothers and stuff. We don't know what's going to happen, but I'm just glad that they got something. It also means that the city of Minneapolis had to, uh, you know, had to pay. They had to be responsible financially for taking this man's life. And like we said, the death of George Floyd changed the world uh, way more than $27 million would ever get. Um, In other news, speaking of George Floyd and changing the world, uh, I wanted to talk about the same thing that you just brought up. Uh, Are you serious? It's really Really crazy. I just want to talk about the Martin Luther King's traffic ticket changing history. So I was on U.S. News uh, by the Associated Press, and they have a story on the traffic ticket from May 4th of 1960, where Martin Luther King Jr. got pulled over that actually changed the world. So I don't know the backstory. Do um, Dad, have you ever heard the story of Martin Luther King going to jail over a, a driving ticket? Oh, I never heard of him driving nowhere. <laughs> so always story, marching. <laughs> always marching. So <laughs> on May 4th in 1960, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was hosting uh, this white woman for a dinner at his home, right? Excuse and me. And his family, his woman oh, was there too. His I don't wife care. Was there. Dangerous. Go ahead. So let me explain. So they were having dinner at home. Uh, the lady was um, helping him on his campaign, and she was also a cancer patient. So he was praying for, you know, ministering to her. He he takes her home back to her hotel so she could finish her cancer treatment. The white lady and Martin Luther King are driving in the car. The police pull over Martin Luther King because he has a white woman in his front seat. They pull him over, take him to jail for not having a valid driver's license even though his driving license was valid, right? So after they take him to jail, um, you know, he's sitting in jail. He had to pay a fine of $25 to get out of jail. They let him out of jail. But what they didn't tell Martin Luther King is that when they let him out of jail, he was on probation. Um, And if he commits any other crime, then he has to go to jail. So they didn't let him know he was on probation. So then he marched or had a sit-in at a protest. And when he went to the protest and had a sit-in, they arrested him for violating his probation and sentenced him to jail for four months. So at the time, the election was coming up. So it was Nixon and Kennedy uh, were going for going for the election. So Nixon, all black people at that time supported Republicans, or mostly black people supported Republicans. Martin Luther King Jr.'s father actually endorsed Richard Nixon uh, right before this incident happened. Uh, But when Martin Luther King was jailed, they reached out to Richard Nixon and Richard Nixon didn't say anything because he didn't want to upset his white voters in the South. But John Kennedy called Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, wife and reached out to her and asked if there's anything that he can do. So at the time when he called her, Robert Kennedy, John F. Kennedy's brother, was upset at the age for giving the number because he's like, you just ruined the whole election by doing that. So John Kennedy and Robert Kennedy got into an argument over John Kennedy reaching out to Martin Luther King Jr. 
But because John Kennedy reached out to Martin Luther King Jr., John Kennedy made Robert Kennedy call the judge, the judge that sentenced Martin Luther King to jail for having an invalid driver's license, even though he had a valid driver's license, had to release him. So they released him from jail. That made Martin Luther King Jr.'s father, who was the head of the church, the biggest church in the South, uh, vote, change his nomination to John F. Kennedy instead of Robert Nixon. And right before the election, all the black churches in the South were handed pamphlets telling about how caring John Kennedy was and how he reached out to Martin Luther King Jr. and how Richard Nixon said nothing in the face of uh, discrimination. And it made the votes flip and John Kennedy won the election by the electoral vote in all of the places that they put these flyers in the black churches. And it also, ever since that day, changed the way black people in America have voted. And now we vote Democrat, not Republican, whereas before we used to vote Republican. So that's the story of how Martin Luther King getting a speeding ticket changed uh, history in itself right there. And I never knew, mm. never knew that story at all. I never knew he was in jail for four months. Wow. And that's fun. Yeah, I never, never heard that story. Before. I never, yeah, I don't know. I didn't know he drove anywhere. They never showed him driving nowhere. After that, he didn't drive, and after 1962, he stopped driving. Because you know, for him to get pulled over with a white woman and he's still alive, that's that's a big thing right there. That's yeah. that's very five them situations. That's that's a troubling sentence that we have to say. <laughs> like that's that's depressing. Like if you really think about it, the fact that he had a white woman in the car, we automatically are like, "Well, I'm surprised he's a lot." Like that's crazy. <laughs> that, that is crazy. 1960. Yeah, that's the way it was back then. Yeah, but and then you still have people that publicly deny racism or something like that obviously they're doing it for a reason to push an agenda but it but it makes people believe it and it's like the fact that we as people especially christians i don't the whole point once again of the bible is love and compassion and, and showing people that we care about them and doing for others as though they will do it for us and da, 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 da. And it's like what 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 bible are they reading what 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 morals do they have what what type of people would do some type of thing, these type of things like what, like, and it just shows you the, the, the gravity of the power and how sickening it is. It's like, couldn't like for what, for what? Mm -hmm. You gotta remember this country was founded on racism. You know, the, that's, the, the that's what I'm saying. Country had over 180 slaves. When he died, yes. his big thing was he let him go free when he died. Well, he was dead, so what, why would he care? <laughs> as long as he was alive, he had them slaves. And it was illegal, really, in the state he was living in to have slaves. But because he was president, they didn't say nothing about it. Well, so May, that's what the country, is That's the country that we live in. That was founded on stuff like that. 
I know her first name is. I know her first name is May, but you know there was slaves in the 1960s, right? May May Lily, she's the last recorded slave. Yeah, then so, I think we talked about that in the yeah, and it's like yeah, it's like, like come on, like when Martin Luther King got pulled over, she was still a slave. <laughs> Dad, you were alive. <laughs> wait, wait, you were alive. Mom and dad were alive when we had slaves still in America, and people are like, I don't, yo. <laughs> But I believe they're still slaves out there. I Somebody. just watched the movie. Me and Charlie just watched the movie last night. Where this man held his daughter in the basement for 17 years. Yes. And had four kids by her. And got caught going to the college campus. Living, no, his wife was living upstairs. Didn't know. So white people can hold a whole lot of stuff that people don't know about. You saw the is it that movie Antebellum that just came out last year? No, daughter in the girl in the basement. No, I'm just saying you guys should watch that movie because it touches on that. Where literally now today, black people are, and my my personal opinion is because of all the homeless situation. I think there are a lot of different wild situations out there that 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 involve homeless people that no one's addressing right now, but. I think in general, I think there's a lot of slavery going on, like you said, right now, currently. And who's to tell them they're free? Yeah. All these backward places. If you can't read and you don't have a television, how do you know what you are, where you are, what you're doing? So that if they keep somebody illiterate and keep them keep the news out of their ear, then they can do whatever they want with them. Listen, I got a whole nother I got a whole nother theory about what we know and what, what is actual. So I mean that's on another conversation, but we can talk about space and actually what we think is 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 there and isn't. They just found a purple squirrel. I mean, we don't know nothing about this planet, let alone what's out in the universe. So we only we are limited to what we know, what someone's told us is true. What what you just say? <laughs> There's a purple squirrel. A purple like they squirrel. just found a new species of squirrel that's purple. What? Naturally purple. I wonder what that tastes like. But I'm just saying in general, it's like I think we're we're limited to the information that somebody has provided us. So we think we know so much. And that's why I always say the more you learn, the more you know you don't know nothing. Sure. That's why they can keep that's why like Trump has already mastered that. If you keep telling the lies enough times, people will believe it. And that's so it ain't what they know, it's what they think they know. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Research everything. You know what though? Sometimes when I think about it, I think about the future, right? So now we got cameras and we got everything recorded and we got it stored. So two, three hundred years from now. We'll be able, they'll be able to look back and see an accurate depiction of history versus our history 300 years from 300 years back. Only thing we can go off is what somebody's telling us, right? We can't really trust that the writings of 300 years ago were accurate. That was somebody's perception versus 300 years in the future. 
they'll be able to see accurately because we have video. You sure? Unless somebody destroy all the tape. I mean, no, it's the narrative of the tape. It's the context of the tape. Same way that we can look at the Rodney King beating and be like, that's terrible. And somebody else can look at that same tape and be like, well, he deserved it. So it's not about what you see. Once, once again, it's not about what you see. It's what you believe what you saw. So you can take the, somebody look at that and say, he's trying to kick them bullies. No reason, you got, reason that he's trying to hit him. He's trying to kick them. Look at him. You, you have people that are justifying George Floyd's death. Well, he was on drugs and this and this and this. And he was on that. Once again, it's the context. It's not what you see. It's what you tell them you, they saw. Oh, they so this, this so video means nothing. They tripping, tripping. Um, let's get into something else, man, because um, I'm at um, <laughs> one of my favorite gospel artists. The only gospel city I've ever heard before is in hot water right now. And it makes you think why he's been so hip this whole time, right? So Kirk Franklin is in the news. He's in trouble. Um, and it's kind of weird. And it's sad and um, maybe they need to come to real family therapy and talk about it. Uh, but Kurt Franklin's in the news for an argument that he had with his son. Uh, his son, 33 years old, grown man. And he posted uh, a video of his argument with his parents. Did you watch the video? Uh, did you hear, hear of it, Reggie? Yeah, oh, oh, I heard it. Dad, did you hear it? No, I haven't seen it or heard it. Yeah, Kirk Franklin um, and his son got into an argument and his son posted it on Instagram. And uh, in the argument, um, Kirk Franklin's just cussing his son out pretty much and telling him stop. His son is a grown man. It's not no little boy he's talking to. This is a 33-year-old grown man. And if Kirk felt that disrespected, he got the right to respond any way he wants. For one, because that's his son. And for two, because he's 33 years old. Like, he's grown. Like, it shouldn't even be, I don't know. It shouldn't be that much arguing and fighting. I don't think. And Kirk's issued an apology for the language that he used, but not, not for um, arguing with his son. If you know what I'm saying? He just he just said that his son got issues. He kind of put it off on his son. His son got issues. They've been trying to get him treatment. Uh, he's not accepting the treatment. And the son is like, you know, y'all won't let me get no pictures. Uh, that's what he complained about pictures in his post. And I haven't seen my family in 14 years. And the last time we took a picture was for People Magazine. To me, it sounds like the son is um, mad because his dad didn't give him no money or something. And, and he's trying to go out 
I don't know. What's your opinion? Are you serious? I mean, uh, for me, that's a business. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't judge how. how I mean, how, would I like them not to be cursing and yelling at each other? Of course. Do I? Do I tell people how to raise their children? Because if somebody told me how to raise my child, I'd probably be offended as well. So, once again, I don't know. Do I think it's right for him to cuss him out? No. Do I think that two grown men acting up? I can see how that happens in this world. Is it my method? No. But do I see how it does happen? Yes. Do I think it's okay to a degree? No. Do I think it's okay to another degree? Yes. So, I mean, that's why I'm saying, like, for me, um, I, I don't I don't condone it. I'm not like, yeah, it's cool, because that's still your son and that's still your father. So neither one of you should be cursing at each other, period. Neither one of you should be yelling at each other, period. That's just not how I think it should work. But I can see how it could get escalated to that point because everybody isn't, everybody doesn't live in my head. So I I can see how it gets to that point though. The posting it on social media, where do you think that came from? It came from, I mean, it came from this generation. That's how people express like everything has it didn't happen unless it's online which is but he's not that much he not that much younger than us though like he he's around the same age, he's the same just, age. Yeah, once so again, like, yeah. you can't say it's that generation because i would never argue no i said it's this generation in general as in okay. like nowadays this current atmosphere is based off of social media i think too much too many people put too much out there and you can't take it back once you put yeah. it out there, it's out there. You can't take it back. And I personally am, you know me, I'm all about my privacy. I'm not secretive, I'm private. There's a big difference. You don't, you don't deserve to be in my information. You don't right. deserve to be in my, my life. You don't get that information. Why do, you, why do I need to justify me eating my cereal in the morning to you? If I pour the milk before or after I pour the cereal, what difference does it make? But for somebody, it's always going to be an issue no matter what you do. So for me personally, I would rather protect my sanity, my family, the people around me, and especially the people that I love and keep things indoors opposed to exposing it to everybody. And now everybody has an opinion about you. Because I told y'all before, the idea of you only applies to you. You don't look that way. You don't come off to that way to anyone ever. The way you see me, Aaron, is completely different the way mom sees me, which is completely different the way that dad sees me. No one sees each other as the same. So for him to put that out, like, oh, everybody's going to come and have my back, and that's why, no, for what? It, it, doesn't, it doesn't help anything. It does, it does nothing for you. Nothing. Because what, what, do you want somebody to pat you on the back and tell you, yeah, you were right? Who cares? I don't care. No <laughs> one cares. And the problem is, is that the problem is, is with this video, people turned on him. Yeah, because why you posting that? They just looking at you like a fool because you tried to put your dad on blast and he's like, well, I mean, and so me personally, do you need to be putting out all your business online? No, for what? Right. I think people that petty that do that. I think, yeah, I, I, think, think I think that you need, I think you need mental help if you continuously do that, personally. Like, why because do you keep putting your business out there? I just never seen nobody get real help from some somebody putting their business Son. out on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's something people talk about like us. So we talk about it because it's, it's easier to talk about somebody else's business than your own business, right? It's always easier. 
So we talk about your business because they give us something to talk about other than our own business. But really, nobody really cares at the end no. of the day. Nobody cares. No. So you're not getting what are you what is he looking for other than maybe to tarnish his father's name? And at this point, just because he's cursing and he's Christian doesn't make I don't know. See, maybe, maybe I don't know when dad gets back on, that's a good question to ask dad, right? Because I think maybe the reason why he did it is because he thinks that, you know, putting Kirk as as using curse words, uh, a takeaway from his Christian status. That's it. And I think maybe 50 years ago, that would have, that might have done that. But in 2020, we realized that that's the least of our problems is, is the pastor using a curse word uh, when he's talking to his son, you know what I'm saying? In a heated discussion like yeah, that's it's not different if he was on the pool sales. pit. Then it's like whoa, yeah, right, right. Like what is it? Like the cursing pastor, but that's once again that's him. I can't tell that man what to do. And again, I seen a video of that. I seen a video of the cursing pastor. Yeah, he be going but, in though. But I'm just saying, like we can't. <laughs> like it's always interesting to me about Christians as being a Christian. It's always funny what we choose to condemn somebody about, right? So there's so many in the Ten Commandments, there's greed, envy, jealous, like all these different things in the in the Ten Commandments. And we ignore them as if they're not, you know, but then you got the Pope talking about we don't Chris, we don't uh, recognize gay marriage. Are they supposed to? Like, why do y'all expect these Christian churches, especially the Catholic Church, to support gay marriage? What? What What are you expecting? Yeah, why would why are you look? Yeah. I would not would go that? to a KKK member and look for acceptance. That's not my spot. That's not where I'm going to go wrong. Not saying that the KKK and the church is one of the same. Please don't go there. But I'm just saying in general, I'm not going to go somewhere where they have publicly said that this is not something that we condone and then get surprised when they publicly say we don't condone it. Why are you going to the Catholic Church for your verification? I mean, for your uh, to be uh recognized or whatever the case may be all right so as a father we was talking about kurt franklin getting into the argument with his 33 year old son his son posting it on the internet cursing him out uh they was going back and forth uh what's your opinion on the whole situation do you have you heard about but you haven't heard about it though so i don't know what's your opinion anyway just from hearing us talk about it my first time hearing about it but um was a well what happened was a private situation got turned public. <laughs> you know, that was just right. private. That was between him and his son, but his son decided to put it out there because he wanted to embarrass his father. Right, that's the only thing he was thinking. So, you know, when you're in the public eye, you gotta expect that kind of you gotta watch out for that kind of stuff. Because, you know, you're in the public. So if your kids want to get even with you, is they gonna blast you out in public? You know, that's happened. That's not, he's not the first uh, gospel artist or gospel person that that's happened to between their kids. That's happened right. several other times in a lot of different pastors. So, you know, it's just, you know, the Bible says we don't fight against flesh and blood. Spirits and powers, rulers of this wickedness of this age in heavenly places. So, you know, the battle was took in there and it went to the air on uh, Facebook or whatever you put it on. But, right. Yeah, that was so, just a, that was a, a family issue between those two that uh, he, the son must have felt that he wasn't winning 
He put it in a place where he knows he's a win. But he lost. And he lost at the end. So let me ask you he this: Because you got, because you know, we, uh, you know, some of our re- our listeners have heard us say it before that uh, our mother is a pastor, and you, uh, so she pastor the church. So let me ask y'all this: We just said this that fifty years ago, I believe that would have ruined uh, Kirk Franklin's career uh, as a, a man of the cloth and a gospel singer. He's not a pastor though, but he's just a, a gospel singer, somebody. Uh, who, who claims the faith. So it would ruin his credibility. Now I believe in 2020, it does not ruin his credibility as much. Uh, but w- what would you guys say? What's your opinion? Well, Kirk Franklin has, passed, has faced things worse than that. In yeah, the he did the, the cheating, the porno thing, the whole nine, yeah. yeah. This ain't nothing, nothing new or fantastic or, you know, just the <laughs> things gotta go to. Ain't nobody looking to Kirk for it to be a spiritual guidance. Okay? Yeah. Just, just, just keep yelling on them songs and coordinate. Just keep the music coming. Yeah, be just uh, famous for using somebody else's voice. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm finna uh, share this thing, uh, the video, and then we're gonna talk about it, then we're gonna get up out of here. Uh, this is something that uh, Are You Serious sent me. And then there's Tim Scott. Tim Scott is the only black, the only, only black Republican in the Senate telling Fox News, of course, Fox News, that what he calls woke supremacy is as bad as white supremacy. Woke supremacy is as bad as white supremacy. So, Dad, did you get to hear that a little bit or see it? Yeah, I heard it on the news before, but I still don't know what wolf supremacy you're talking about. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Supremacy well, means you have some type of power to do something. News, but I didn't know what wolf, what was they talking about? Wolf, what's wolf? Like, I'm with Pops. Like, I don't know what that is. But once again, it's coon stuff. Keep coming yeah. back to the coon like people Whoa. once again. We keep they keep finding that one black person that's going to say something to make them justify their hate. And we keep giving them reasons to justify their hate. So that's why I like make sure that I cover certain things like last episode or whatever the case may be, because I don't want them to try to use us to justify any form of hate. So I don't want them to be like, well, you should have just not talked or you should have nothing that I could have done justified me kill uh justified a cop killing me outside of me literally trying to threaten their life right so that's why I try to make sure that a lot of situations we don't give them justification for out of a black mouth to hate and to fuel the reason why they hate because a lot of times there's always some black person being like well, da, 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 da. and then the white person will be like, see, they said that. We didn't say that. They said that. So that must be true. No, 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 and no. So yeah, for and- him to say that, he just uses, they're using him to hate himself. And it's stupid. About woke supremacy, but he does talk about white supremacy and how white supremacy has affected, I don't know, everything that goes on affected the fact that you're only one of 11 black senators all time in a country that elects senators every two to six years and has been around for 400 some years and you're only the 11th one. Like white supremacy 
controls everything that we do say. It controls even what Don Lemon is able to say or not, right? So for him to say woke supremacy, and woke supremacy is really just people waking up and saying, you know what? I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right. That's woke supremacy. Woke supremacy is the George Floyd movement. Woke supremacy is Black Lives Matter. Woke supremacy is, say her name, Breonna Taylor. Like these things, people are getting tired of hearing them uh, because we've been conditioned for hundreds of years to suppress them. You know, anytime a black rival comes up, what they used to do is just kill it, right? So anytime the Black Panther movement comes up and swells up and, and they're getting all this momentum and all these people are unifying against the government and the way that we do things, and they're trying to change it. We'll just chop the head off. The head has become a martyr. So the fact that them actually killing George Floyd, instead of, it kind of did the opposite effect of what the United States government is used to. So they're used to killing Martin Luther King and then the momentum stops. Well, they killed George Floyd and now the momentum went way past something that they could control. And I think people are just trying to wrangle back that control of white supremacy. And by Tim Scott making that statement out of his own mouth, just lets us know what kind of black man he is. He's the type of black man that judges other black men when he sees them instead of having compassion on the situation. And we're three black men. So a lot of times, a lot of our conversation is skewed towards the viewpoints of black men, but it ain't that many of us. So y'all can learn some, you know what I'm saying? Wait, wait, wait. I want to know is who defined that as being wolf supremacy? Where did that come from? Well, Did he just make up a word? That's what he was implying when they when they had the conversation. He was implying like the movement right now of being woke. So you know, I use I use the hashtag on Facebook a lot. See, stay woke. But the difference is they added supremacy on the end of it. Right. Black lives matter, not supremacy. No. Women and first, then, not they're not supreme over anything. What are they supreme over? Yeah, maybe I should have let, let the play. Yeah. yeah, maybe I should have let the clip play a little longer because that's what Don Lemon discussed too, is the fact that he used the word supremacy. And uh, there is no such thing as woke supremacy. It's just being woke. But the way that he termed it, like uh, Are You Serious said, is a little coonish activity. A little? <laughs> A little Tim, hey, that dude is no man. Do you know what he does? Like, I want people, I'm not gonna even say it. I just want you to Google Tim Scott. If you never really knew what type of laws and what type of man this man is, and all the things that he stands for, just Google Tim Scott and look him up, and you will be surprised. Like, his name isn't Timothy. <laughs> like, he should just call himself Timothy from now on. I don't like that dude at all, man. That's so, yeah, man. I'm. When you bring that up, though, I definitely wanted the to touch problem, on that. The problem to me is they can put one black person on, and all of a sudden he represents all the black society. But they put a white person on who, who does represent white society, and they'll say, oh, he's just an individual. So how come just one black person? You can get a black person to say anything. You can get a black person to have slaves. You can get a black person that they're people just like everybody else. So how does that represent the majority when they're actually in the minority? So then 
Why would they even listen to him? Who is he? I mean, what yes. office does he, he a senator. Does he run? He a senator. senator United States senator. I think it's a. Illinois. No, but he's saying he doesn't represent all South Carolina. He's not. Oh, yeah. He's not black American. No. Right. Who is he? he but he represents so he, his he his state. Yes, no, he, he represents the people who voted for him, which were white. That's who he represents. So he doesn't represent us. And even then, that's why I think Dad had a good point because it's it's the trick. And once again, they try to make. I've said it before, and I'll say it one more time. Let's make the minority the majority, and the majority the minority. Minority. So what they do is they take one thing that's actually widespread and make it. And when they take a situation that's widespread and try to make it isolated, they try to make an isolated incident widespread based off of how they want the agenda to be played out. Right. And that's what they continue to do. It's that old, yeah, South it's that Carolina. old switch. Watch, watch yes. one hand while we do something else. So yeah. now so, they want to put make black people concentrate on this whole wolf thing, which has no merit, no sense at all, doesn't mean anything to anybody. But nope. now they want to make that our agenda. So that they can continue with their agenda on the other side, mm-hmm. while black people are sitting around here fussing and arguing about somebody said wolf. Well, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example of uh, the, the 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 cat and mouse type situation or the the dumb stuff that Republicans do, right? So what have Republicans been yelling about for years and years and years and years and years? Abortion, right? Right, pro life. They have the power to change that right now. They got the Supreme Court. All right? So they have yep. six to three, isn't it? Or something like that? Six to three? Mm-hmm. No, they got six the Supreme three. Court. So they got the Supreme Court. They can change it any time. Will they? No. No. Well, it's they too beneficial. It in 40 years. They won't change it. But it's a good yelling point for right. people to be like, well, this is the only reason why I vote for Republicans because it's pro-choice. With that's off the table, now what are you going to do? In the meantime, the Republicans are running their agenda, which is their pockets. Yes. Let's let's uh, line our pockets. Yes. Let's put up uh, policies so that we can get rich. Mm-hmm. While they're over there arguing and fussing about uh, pro-choice. Yep. When they could care less, that's the same thing Trump did. Trump, when he uh, got, they had people arguing and fussing about the health care program. He's like, Obamacare, Obamacare. You know, so everybody's fussing and arguing. But, well, we like Trump because he want to get rid of Obamacare. But Trump had could care less about Obamacare. He had no plan for health care. But what he, was, what he did get through was the 2017 uh, agenda to say corporate America on taxes. They saved them. He saved them 17% on corporate taxes and put in a flat tax rate of 20%. Yeah. He put in a, a, a multi-million dollar deduction that was uh, used to be only $500,000. Now it's a million dollar deduction that the corporations could, could use in one year. But nobody even heard about none of that because they was too busy talking about Obamacare. Obamacare, he ain't care. He could care less about Obamacare, but what mm-hmm. he wanted was his own agenda. That no, that was what he was doing with the other hand, and mm-hmm. it got passed. You know, I think this Republican yeah. Democrat situation. Is... So, if it was, if he was worried about Obamacare, 
Man, he'd have put in some places where 500,000 people wasn't dying of COVID. That's mm-hmm. how much he cared about health care. That's about health care. Yeah, like I was saying, I think Republicans and Democrats is worse than the Bloods and Crips, right? Because the Bloods and Crips work together. The Republicans and Democrats refuse to work together, at least. You know, Bloods and Crips, they'll kick it for a little bit. But, like, not one Republican voted for the relief stimulus package. Not one. Not one person that's a Republican said, maybe this is a good way to help America. So what that lets me know, it's not about helping America. It's about riding for the red. You know what I'm saying? It's about riding for your set. It's it's worse than Bloods and Crips. Now, if not one Republican said, I'm going to vote to help these people get this money in their pockets that they desperately need to spend in the economy so that my rich friends can get their money back off, off you know what I'm saying? Like the money goes to the rich people. Not even a the, lot of money. The money don't the money goes to the money that they gave the poor people goes back to the rich people. It don't stay with the poor people. So for them not to not one Republican to vote, it just says so much about the political system that we in today, man. Like, and and Lindsey Graham, you know, we're talking about Tim Tim Scott. He is a South Carolina senator. Lindsey Graham, the Senate, the minority now, Republican minority leader, uh, backed up Tim Scott's statements on woke supremacy. Of course, he said did. the conservative party is so glad to have such a good person like Tim Scott, and uh, <clears throat> you know they appreciate everything he does, and he speaks for America's conservative party i'm sure he does i'm sure so, he does the american conservative party now like dad said one person speaks for them and according to lindsey graham is tim scott and what he said was it's not as bad as white supremacy once Woke again supremacy they, is worse they tried to paint martin luther king as a terrorist when he was no, alive they, they didn't try they did but I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like they, yeah. they tried to make him out to be, I said tried because he wasn't and he isn't. So they tried to make him out to be a terrorist. They tried to make him out to be a terrible person that was against America. And until he died and then when they can script, flip the script and be like, well, now we just want y'all to be peaceful. So that way we can still beat y'all in the head and y'all don't do nothing about it. This is the narrative that I want y'all to live by. So this is what I'm saying. They try to take what you do and they try to flip it and then use it against you. So that's why I don't trust none of these fools. Not not one. Not one. No, I think America has been conditioned to live within the system. Uh, and, uh, you know, anytime, anytime somebody breaks the system or tries to live outside the system, they got to get brought back into place, right? Because we can have chaos. You know, we need structure. We don't need people thinking they can overthrow the, the government and stuff broke. like that. The system's been broke for years. No, the system ain't broke because we ain't broke it. We, they still in charge. That's broke. You know, oh, I mean. That's not the way the yeah. system was supposed to work. It's supposed to work democratically. That's the system. But the system has been broke for years and years when it started to be a two-party system. And it's all yeah, I think about it, what I think it's more that cat and mouse that you was talking about. How the system, how the whole country is set up, was the cat, and then the mouth. The you know what it really is is something else. 
But what we think it is is what it is, but it really ain't that. You know what I'm saying? I think that's how it is, too. Because I'll tell you how stupid it is. The Biden stimulus package that they are, the Republicans didn't want to vote for, that all came from Trump. Trump originated most of that stuff that was in there for, for the people, for the small business, for the people, and all that money. Trump put that in his bill. But the Republicans didn't even want it when Trump was asking for it. Because the Republicans, all they care about is their own pockets. That's the Republican agenda. Yeah, so that's, that's, how, that's how broke it is. They'll follow Trump off of a cliff. But if he asks you to get some people, get the people some money, then they through with it. <laughs> they don't want to do that. Yeah, because he did say twelve hundred for everybody, though. We got to give him that. He did give it that twelve hundred for everybody part. He did give up that. Two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah, that was original Trump. Two thousand dollars per person. Yep, yep. You're right. You're right. You're and right. And then the Republicans broke it down to six hundred. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. Biden, all Biden did was got back the other fourteen hundred of that Trump bill. Yep. But then so, he added that six hundred onto the uh, to the fourteen hundred. Yeah. But that's three then, now. It was supposed to be six or four. Yeah, yeah. but then you forget that uh, tax credit that actually is going to be paid out monthly to people with children. So if you get three hundred per child, so he's giving a lot of people way more than fourteen hundred. That starts in July or June or something like that for the rest of the year. So from June until Ju- till December, I forgot the exact date. So don't quote me. But people will get an additional three hundred dollars per child for the remainder of the year from that day going forward. So I think that they did enough. Not to mention they put in a clause that most people aren't talking about as well. That could be a setup to forgive student loans. So there's something in there that's like a little Easter egg regarding the student loans about interest. And then they can literally make it so that uh, they, they, they're setting it up so you can um, not have to pay back and for and the uh, student loans can be forgiven. Well, Biden didn't want to forgive student loans. That was one yeah. of the things he did not want to do. But that's why they put in that little Easter egg to set it up for later on. Yeah. So Biden, if it, if it is to, possible, Biden's answer was to give free vocational school training. Right. Which is don't nobody who care about to, that. Who goes to vocational school these days? I don't know. I don't even know if there's any exists anymore. They don't even call it yeah. schools. They call it some they call of the colleges now. Yeah, OIC, Summit Academy. That's a vocational school where yeah. they teach you but like Saint nursing. Paul, Paul vocational, vocational school is now St. Paul College or yeah. St. Paul mm-hmm. University or something. So they don't even like the name vocational. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's, so it's that bad. was just so, yeah, but they still got them. They just changed what what vacation vocations they teach. I guess vocations. Yeah. So yeah, the system is broke because all they care about is is each other's political agenda. All they're caring about is what's going to get them elected. So That's true. If it, it'll get them elected to say yes to this this week, then that's what they're for this week. If next week it changes to no. Then they'll change to no. I just. Uh, That's why just... I sent out that little video clip in the group text about that uh, mayor and the little whorehouse, best little whorehouse in Texas. 
That's politics. Mm-hmm. The little side step. Oh, what did he say? Where did he go? What? He's like, ooh. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what I like to see. Like, Hold on. Said, ooh, one more time. <laughs> that is the title of this episode. Ooh. <laughs> it definitely is. It definitely is. <laughs> That was perfect. <laughs> but yeah, that's true though. Oh man, you got caught up in the moment. <laughs> I bet you he was over for real. <laughs> he said, What? Excuse me? Come on, say what? Come again? Come again, say what? Come again, say what? Oh man. All right, man. This is uh this real family therapy podcast. Oh, uh, are you serious? We got dad in the building. Uh, I think we could wrap it up, man. We got so I got much a dad stuff joke. we talk about. I got a okay, dad joke. Okay, well, let's this switch week it up then. Let's I switch got a it dad up. joke this week. All right, dad, you got the week off, I guess. Uh, are you serious? Gonna take over. Let's see what you got, brother. All right, so this barber cutting his hair, cutting his cutting the man's hair. Barbershop's full. The man comes in the barbershop and says, Hey, uh, how long until the next cut? The dude's like, Oh, it's about two hours so then the guy leaves doesn't come back so then next week the guy comes again and barbershop's full again he said hey man how long until the next cut he's like probably like an hour half he's like all right cool he leaves comes back again the next week the dude is like hey man he's like hey man uh how much i mean how long until the next cut dude's like yo it's like two hours and the dude leaves so then he looks over to his partner and says yo man i'll give you a free haircut if you follow this dude and see where he goes every day every time so the next week he comes in and he asked uh hey man how's the next cut he looks around it's about two hours he says so then he leaves and then his homeboy jumps and follows him so the homeboy comes back about like 30 minutes later laughing i'm talking about laughing so the barber starts laughing it's like oh this is about to be good <laughs> so he's like yo where is he going and the dude is like yo he's going to your house <laughs> <laughs> So he oh, knows Lord. the coast is clear for at least two hours. <laughs> Look, oh, you got mom, mom cracking up. You got mom over here cracking up. Oh, <laughs> that was a good one, huh? That was a good one. That was a good one. Okay. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the pops, if you had one, I mean, you can try to you can try to beat that one. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, we're gonna let that one ride. All right. Well, Dad, do you got any uh random facts that we could take to work then? Since we're gonna switch it up. Nah, it takes me a while to look up facts. <laughs> so I don't keep any random facts in my pocket. I ain't, I ain't in front of my computer right now, so all right, all right. I can't take a while. random nothing. Okay. All right. Well, it's been a real man. It's real family therapy podcast. We got Dad. We got Are You Serious? And we got a special uh, side guest uh, road tripping with with Dad this week. We got the beautiful Mama. Hey, mama. Uh, any last 
Hey, any last words before we get up out of here? Nope. Uh, I love my mom. Since it's celebrating black women. Women's history? Okay. I love my mom. Okay. Love Shout out to Grandma Lillian. Uh, are you serious? Any last words? No, I'm good. You good. good. <laughs> All right. Well, thank y'all. This is episode 10. We wrapping it up. I'm at the crib next week. Hopefully the radio station will be back together. 